929 ESPN. Now, 92.9 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest sports columnist. You ain't got to do nothing, homeboy. You ain't writing nothing. No, you ain't. ain't writing nothing. I ain't letting him write. He ain't getting no interview. It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Calkins Show. I don't get no interview. On 92.9 FM ESPN. Ladies and gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. Cause I'll make you ugly As soon as it drops We're on a rampage Bubbles popping up Before you know where There's rubble and dust Cause we'll be pushing it up Somebody say You Everybody happy Friday, game day, uh, right here in Columbus, uh, And I do hope that you uh, are well rested because tonight's game does not tip off until after Purdue. And so it'll be right now, it's scheduled for 8.20, I believe, your time, 9.20, my time. So uh, we will be waiting around for a bit. Uh, today as we get to see uh, how the Tigers fare against Florida Atlantic tonight. So uh, that is the that is the big news of the day. Today on the radio show, um, no Jason Smith. Jason and John are taking the week off, and so we are uh, we are happy that, uh, that they're off wherever they are relaxing. And so no Jason Smith today. We will have Chris Harrington straight up at 10 o'clock. We never did take calls on the Ja. We haven't taken calls. We think we took calls once on Ja, didn't we, since all this began, Jeffrey? I think that's true. Yeah, I, I want to say we took calls the Monday after the video. And it got a little bit, there were a few calls that got a little dicey. A little, little. I, yeah, I don't, it was the emotion of the moment. And uh, So I didn't think it was, it was, it was a little dicier than some. But I think we will now that we have seen the uh, extended play video of uh, the the full interview and the of, and the the stills from the set. You know, sometimes you get set photos. From, yeah, and the stills from the set. And now that we've heard the reaction uh, from various folks, um, including you know uh, us here on the radio sh- shows, but but uh, uh, across the spectrum. Um. I do think at some point today we might take calls both on that, but also on the Memphis Tigers uh, or, 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 or whatever. Um, so uh, we're going to do that at some point today. But the only guest we have today is Chris Harrington, regular, of course, straight up at 10 o'clock. Grizzlies in San Antonio tonight. Uh, Jeffrey, would you call that um, – how would you characterize this game? Important. I think I'd call it in there. They're they're now four up on the Suns, right? They're half game behind, uh, half game behind Sacramento. Yeah, the Kings got a win last night. The Grizzlies Kings got a win last night. Grizzlies didn't play. Suns got a win last night. They're half game. I think because this is one that you have penciled in as a W as we try to you know staunch the bleeding before Jaw returns. I think it's kind of a significant one to get. I guess I, that's what I not not critical, not must, not whatever, but I think it's a significant one to get. You're supposed to get it. And if there is going to be some kind of collapse, again, with the return of jaw, that seems it, the, 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 the pending return of jaw, that seems unlikely. I think this is a, uh, would be a good one to get. No. Uh, I think when you're asking for categorization, I'm going to say yeah. must not lose. <laughs> must not lose. I, I just not think the, must. I think the must. Grizzlies, 
I think the Grizzlies' path is just keep winning the games you're supposed to. Right. I'm, That's exactly I, right. I'm not that offended that that Wednesday night went the way that it did. Like I kind of could see that. You could kind of see where it was on the schedule and whatnot. Go and have a but success. I'm, I'm not willing to say must. I think important not to lose. That's my, my point is it's an important game. So a, a strong recommendation of not losing? <laughs> my strong, I, think that, I think we can officially say the strong recommendation of the Jeff Conkins show and listen, I'm not going to speak for uh, Giannato and Jeffrey because you guys might go on a different kind of limbs. But the strong recommendation of the Jeff Calkins show is that they so, not. So if we're doing like you know, like those behavioral surveys where it's like one is unlikely, ten oh, is God. extremely likely. Right. Yeah. Where, where are you putting this? Like seven. On the on the on the well, it, likely or the should not. No, rec- on the really, yeah. Yeah, I'd say, yeah, you yeah, strongly I, agree. I'd say whatever. Strongly recommend. You strongly agree. With a statement, should not lose this game, I would strongly agree. Not just agree. Okay. I would strongly agree with the statement, I hate those surveys. Oh, my God, they're the you worst. They're the worst. Because you then you're like, I, like, because usually you're like, well, I agree. Yeah. But like, do I, do I sit there do every I night? Strongly go- agree? You, yeah. you, you sit there literally thinking to yourself, how strongly to do what I degree? Feel about yeah. this? And then, do I? How strongly do I feel about how strongly I feel right. about this? That's the other thing. I don't feel really strongly that I strongly agree, and so maybe I just agree. Slight, yeah. Maybe I slightly yeah, agree. Uh, I'll, I'll lean three. Yeah, I'll lean. I'll lean three there. That feels a good number. <laughs> Ridiculous. Anyway, uh, Grizzlies tonight, San Antonio. We'll talk more about that uh, with Chris Harrington and as we go forward. Was there before I move on to the Tigers? Was there any fallout? or any reaction to the Ja interview that you found uh, particularly interesting, either in like, what the hell, what, why did you take that away from it? Yeah. Or, uh, or, or mm, that was, in, that was in thoughtful or anything else. So the only thing that really kind of caught me a little bit by surprise, I saw a little bit of criticism of Jalen Rose thinking that he was kind of attacking Ja. And good God. Yeah. I, really? I, I was very, who? I don't want, I don't really want to name names. You know what I mean? Okay. You mean, you mean from people in the Memphis area yes. or from, yes, Memphis oh, area. Yeah. And I well, get it. I, okay. I'll, yes. I, I, I think this is true. Cause it fits with that. What I was kind of surprised by was, and maybe I shouldn't have been cause I, listen, I have known from the beginning and, and, and I endorse uh, a full embrace of Ja, a supportive, a, a, a tumultuous applause for him when he comes back, all of that. I've known that was going to happen. I expected it to happen, and I endorse it happening. Like, this, the community should throw their arms sure. around Ja. Having said that, it seemed completely irrefutable to me that that, that that interview was an exercise in PR about which you could not know one way or another whether it was sincere, right? That, yes. that seemed to me to be the only – and I was astounded by how many Memphians on Facebook I saw basically saying, boy, what a great, great interview with John. Like how many – just thought it was an open-hearted uh, uh, outpouring of sincerity from Ja. How willing Memphians were, and maybe I shouldn't have been surprised to just say, "Man, Ja, that's that was searing stuff." Yeah. He he really opened up. He's really a changed man. Yes, I, I, I that that's why. And maybe it's those same people who were there for uh, criticizing Jalen Rose for quote unquote attacking Ja. Yeah. So I just kind of felt like in the end. I did not view it as persuasive, and I don't even mean like, oh, you know, it it wasn't. I, I just I think whatever you felt going in, like if you were wanting to hear Ja, like you heard exactly what you wanted to hear. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and again, uh, and and to the extent that I say it was an exercise in PR, I also don't dismiss the possibility that it is real and it's reflective. Sure. It's just in that context, even if it's real, it can sound wooden. Right. You know what I mean? So I don't I'm not ruling out the possibility. Indeed, I think when I think back on it, 
because I, I talk too much now. And so sometimes I find myself <laughs> seeing if I strongly agree or only slightly agree yes. with statements that I have said. So I sometimes go of, back and like watch my own film. It's like, do I even agree with what I said? I'm, I'm not sure I strongly agree. And the thing that I think I agree with the most <laughs> that I've said is how insane it was. The thing that I thought was really telling in the interview was when Ja was explaining what happened at the mall and what happened at the high school when it is this, uh, hey, I got a call. My little sister's in trouble, was being called a B, or my mom was in trouble, and he had to go save them. That was That is total freaking insanity, the position that Ja's family had placed Ja in. Can you imagine if any time one of your siblings had a dispute with someone, like the answer was call Jeffrey and he's going to appear like Batman, like, you know, it's it's also a hilarious visual because both of my brothers are bigger, stronger, (laughs) faster, more athletic. It's like, well, what do you, what do you want me there for? Like a a nice insult? Like, what do you want me to instigate? Like, I'm probably not going to help there. And, and, and I have to think that there is, there there, there can't help but be, at this point, a recognition on the part of the jaw broader circle that that, is, that cannot continue. The jaw can't be everyone's enforcer in life, and that is an impossible position to have put jaw in. Now, the part of those stories that struck me was insincere was, well, I went down there and I checked that they were self, and then I removed myself from the premises. <laughs> That's what he said. That's time. not what some and, of the reports say. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, I, and I, it, that was certainly legalistically, and I removed myself. So, um, but this idea, I do think that paints a really telling picture of the position that Ja, as the superstar, the breadwinner, the, as the fulcrum, and now the enforcer, protector the jaw had to be everything to everybody and even if he hasn't in the course of a week of of counseling um made deep deep changes in his inner life which seems to me to be unlikely that he has i do think that this has probably been jarring enough for the entire ecosystem that he has made significant changes in the way things operate, right? Yeah. Um, I think, hell, I think the athletic reported, didn't the athletic report this? That, or someone reported this, that typically the Grizzlies after games stay, uh, if they can, they stay, yeah. at the, stay where, they stay in, the, in the road city and then they fly the next day. And now they're going to be saying, screw that, we're getting out of here. Like, like, yes. and so, so it's gonna, you know, they, even the Grizzlies are gonna have themselves in a position where they will, uh, which will, which would lead to less parting. Anyway, we will take your calls on all of this, uh, at some point, probably. Wait, we may do that. Anyway, I think we said we may do it next. Yeah, we'll do it next. We'll do it next. I do want to talk about the Tigers. Um, I obviously went to the interview sessions yesterday, I went to the open practice yesterday. It is a reminder to me, uh, spending this much time with the Tigers, being able to, to just chop it up and talk to them about, I really do think the way that universities protect, quote unquote, their athletes from talking to reporters is unfortunate. Um, because, like, this is such a tr- charismatic, charming, likable, relatable group of players um, that the, the ability to have them talk to reporters and show that is just, it, it's a lost opportunity if you, if you don't have it. I mean, they're tremendous. And um, I spent a long time, I honestly, one of the most endearing Tigers, it seems to me is Malcolm Dandridge, who's just a really nice guy. And um, I had a really lovely time talking to him in the locker room uh, and others. But the other thing, as we were watching it all unfold yesterday, the interviews and then the open practice that struck me, I went back to a year ago, Jeffrey. Do you realize that it was a year ago that the big story, do you remember what the big story was from Memphis practice a year ago? That Imani was returning? It was Imani base. 
Okay, I yeah. couldn't remember. I couldn't remember when the like, because he did not play in the conference tournament, correct? Right, but it was like we were out there in Portland. Yeah, and it was like what this guy like. What, what, there was Amani Bates. Well, like, what remember we'd been hearing be? we'd been hearing rumors that when they started winning that he was going to try to come back, and we all kind of like rolled our eyes at it, and then that was where right. that was when like no, he's coming back. Yeah. And so, like, I give them the, – the, the, again, they could very well – last year they beat Boise State. By the way, that, that, that conference continues to be over, overrated. By, like, it's crazy. They, the Boise – the Go Cats. Cats won. North, Northeast, Northwestern got their tournament victory last night at the, at the hand of Boise State. So, good for them. But uh, the, the, the Tigers may well lose to Florida Atlantic, and last year they beat Boise, Boise State. So, I'm not saying – it could it, it couldn't turn out uh, that last year was a better run than this year, but in terms of how they arrived here last year, they saved something really impressively that had been wrecked, right? Like they salvaged with some with some with a, a fabulous stretch of play, um, really ever since that 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 penny outburst. But they salvaged a wrecked season that they had themselves wrecked through their, uh, honestly, yeah, they, the, they fixed their own problem that they created. That they had freaking ruined it. They had lots of talent on that team. Jalen Dern is a monster and Lester Chinonis is a tremendous college basketball player. And, you know, and they had Deandre Williams last year, just like they have him. Like there was a lot of talent on that team and they salvaged it. And good on them for having done it. Like they really did. It may have been a, a turning point in the Penny Hardaway era. So I'm not trying to at all diminish what they did last year because they had to save something that looked almost unsalvageable at one point and save it and get to where they got. They got to where they got and then they got the win and then they looked impressive against Gonzaga. Like that was a tremendous bit of work. But nothing like the cohesiveness of this year's team. This year's team, they just did what they do all year long. They did what they do, and they had some bad bounces, and that could uh, happen again tonight. You just never know, you know. Um, but it is, it is a dramatically closer, uh, a, a better functioning unit, and you see it in the way they interact with each other, and you hear it every time Penny talks. Like, this is so clearly his favorite team. Um, here he comes in. You know, and it's interesting because he came to college basketball from AAU. So you would have thought, like, dealing with kids and egos and all of that would be. But he is just so clearly delighted to not have that crap. And I don't know. I, I, I don't know that that will result in a deeper tournament run. But it feels different, doesn't it? Yeah, something that we haven't really talked about, and it's, I don't, it's pretty hard to quantify. But Ken Palm keeps up with a luck statistic. The Tigers mm-hmm. of tournament teams, they're in the bottom five for the most unlucky team right. in the league. This team, this team has not really gotten a ton of breaks, and yet. That never really – I don't feel like that became a defining characteristic for them. I felt like they did a pretty good job of keeping their heads down. Like, I didn't hear a lot of whining this year. No, almost none. I mean, they, I, I guess you could say the UCF game at home. Yeah. Uh, there was one that – but otherwise the luck fundamentally went against them, you know, in a lot of these. Well, and also, like, uh, you know – I mean, it was unlucky to lose Kendrick at that point. Like, it was a shock to their system to lose Kendrick, and then they had to figure it out on the fly in the middle of a game. And then, you know, the next time, the next, what is it, two games without Kendrick, they, they looked fine. The, uh, the, the other thing, I'm, I'm just always impressed by Kendrick. Once again, yesterday, he had the, you know, he had the moment where he walks up to the, to the big stage and he's on the NCAA tournament stage, and I asked him, I said, you know, has there been a moment when you – when it clicked that you're here. And he said, yeah, it's right now. And he's just like, he's like looking at what he called his name tag. It was the placard there. Um, and, uh, you know, just taking it all in. And of course, earlier in the week, he had said, 
that now that he is first goal was to get to the NCAA tournament. Next goal is to be remembered as one of the greatest Tigers ever. Uh, and he named off uh, Larry Finch, Keith Lee, and Penny Hardaway. And I just think the fact that a guy who has been here less than 12 months, that he already, like, he doesn't just talk like that, he thinks like that, it's kind of remarkable. Like, he cares about the things that fans want their players to care about and that we used to have this idea that they did care about. Like, well, if he, if he leaves pro now, he's not going to get to the NCAA tournament or something. Like, sure. and, 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 and a lot of times the answer is they don't care about the NCAA tournament. They just want to get to the pros and make money, which I get. Like, that they should provide for their family. But what's interesting to me is, like, here's a guy who cares about things like, I want to get to the NCAA tournament. I want to have this legacy. Like, who thinks like that? And then he can, as a guy who just arrived in Memphis, this isn't, you know, someone who grew up in Orange Mound or Binghamton or wherever else. Yeah. He, he, he thinks, he, the, and the names, he doesn't have to look them up. He just, you know, he invokes the name of Larry Finch and Keith Lee. And, and Larry Finch played 50 years ago, you know. So, and yet he talks about them as if they were the players that he, you know, grew up watching. I, I just find it incredibly endearing and striking that that he sort of has embraced that as much. And it's obviously, it's obviously a reflection of Penny Hardaway because that's what Penny Hardaway talks about. And so he has such regard for Penny Hardaway. That is what he has then taken in as, as things that he values. I mean, I was asking Malcolm about that. I said, does this, does this stuff like the city's team, you know, you guys always say it. Does it, is it true? Like, do you, do you mean it? And he said, a hundred percent. he said, that's what we play for. And I said, well, where does it come from? And he said, it comes from Penny. You know, that's where it comes from. Like, that's what he talks to us about all the time is playing for the city and all of that. And so anyway, it's a, it's an incredibly captivating group and we will see how they do um, tonight. I did think um, it was instructive yesterday if you looked at some of these other games and particularly some of the upsets, obviously everyone's bracket is thoroughly destroyed at mm-hmm. this point, but you can all take comfort in knowing. I had a and was... in the final four. They only got beat by 30. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. They got absolutely smashed. Uh, Penn State could, you know, roll through Texas. They get Texas, Texas next, right? So They do indeed. Texas A&M, Texas A&M once and now Texas next. Um, but if you look at both the, the upsets, um, Virginia, two of 12 from three, Arizona, three of 16 from three, uh, Virginia loses to Furman. Obviously the big story was the ending there. Uh, and then, uh, and then number two, uh, Arizona loses to Princeton. Um, but it, it is the three pointer. I mean, there, there are other things certainly were at play pace of play. Um, you Turnovers. know, What's weird is the pace of play. Virginia plays slow, and so they keep teams in it, right? Princeton Correct. plays slow, and so they keep like. But it was they keep themselves the, the, in it. They keep they can they, yeah. Virginia keeps themselves in it by playing slow when they don't. They should just blow out a team like from, and then they don't. And Princeton then keep themselves in at least at least with them. It, it, it's the underdog playing slow, which makes sense more, much more so than in the case of Virginia. Anyway. They're both, yeah, 2 of 12 from 3. Arizona, 3 of 16 from 3. Their guards were 1 of 12 from 3. If, that, if Memphis gets that, like, and, and Florida Atlantic hits a bunch of threes, isn't that the recipe? Oh, yeah, no. Isn't, I, that, I, totally, I, I, isn't that totally easy to imagine? Oh, I suspect that will be the recipe. I mean, North, be, Northern lose, Kentucky's coach talked about it last night. You know, they were pretty competitive with Houston. But he was upset because I believe in the first half, I think the number was they only took 11 threes, and he wanted them to take 20 threes a half. Like he, you know what I mean? Like if you're, if you are a team that is not, like to me, like that's the key. If you're a team that is not as physically gifted as your opponent, like you have to find another advantage, and the other advantage is three points or more than two points. Um, what stood out for you? 
Uh, obviously, so let's, let's tick off some of the things that happened yesterday. Tennessee gets the win. I don't think it's one that that gives you great confidence that they will beat Duke uh, in the next game, does it? No, they 18, had eighteen turnovers once again. You yeah, know, they just look like they, they look like they don't have their point guard. Exactly right. They look like they don't have their point guard because oddly enough, this is the way it works. They don't have their point guard. I, I suppose and I could. I know you don't love this Duke team. I know you don't love the Duke Enterprise, but um, oh, well, I loved them a lot last night. <laughs> oh, you did. Oh yeah. You loved I, them a lot. Last everyone was on Oral Roberts, and I'm like, I'll zig with they zag. Give me the team with dudes. <laughs> <sighs> it's uh, they were good kids. Uh, they are good kids. I'll tell you that. Listen, this was a good. It was a good night for the Calkins family, the Blue Devils. Uh, Peter and his Blue Devils, and Ben and his Wildcats both get NCAA tournament wins. So, uh, so that was good. Uh, Tennessee gets the win. Here's the one that's one of the ones that's interesting to me. One of the great upsets that everybody had was College of Charleston over San Diego State. I don't know where you had that Oh, one. my God. So, and now, so everyone's like, San Diego State, they're, they're, they're going to lose College of Charleston. And now they're going to, they could easily go to the Sweet 16 because they've got Furman next. And by the way, look at, look at who was getting all the breaks. Good bunch of good kids. Alabama. Alabama's bracket has absolutely cleared out. They lose the two seed and the four seed from their bracket. They will, if they can beat Maryland next, they will presumably get. They will get either you know San Diego State or or uh, or Furman in the Sweet Sixteen. Did you happen Alabama. to see how the San Diego State game ended? No. I there's an official in that game that I want tried for war crimes. So, Jeff, the line's five and a half. Right. Charleston's <laughs> down four. Right. They, they try to go for a quick two. They're going to try to get the quick two and then foul again, just keep extending the game. Well, there was a mugging at the layup, which they let go. I'm fine with that. San Diego State guy underneath gets the rebound. The Charleston kids start trying to, like, grab the ball or, you know, get a jump ball. They're just trying to, like, take it away. They know the game's over. Their only right. chance is to grab it back. They yeah. let everything go for about four seconds. And with three-tenths of a second, a heroic official comes in from the backside and calls a foul, giving San Diego State two free throws with seven-tenths of a second left after they added uh. four more tenths. He makes both, and that was the only team from the Mountain West that covered yesterday. That's incredible. He should, have to, he should have to literally go to a military tribunal. <laughs> That's just fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. This would be my moment. This would be my moment to tell you that, uh, that if you are betting on the NCAA tournament, no better place to bet on the NCAA tournament than FanDuel Sportsbook. Here you go, Jeffrey. Here's one. Here's one for you. Ready? It doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel or if you already have an account. Right now, all customers tip off the tourney with a no-sweat bet. So let's say you have something on that uh, San Diego State game. You know, you're going to have it's, – it's all right because you've got a no-sweat bet uh, over on FanDuel. This is true if you're new to FanDuel or if you already have an account. FanDuel.com backslash Calkins, that's the promo code, C-A-L-K-I-N-S, C-A-L-K-I-N-S. The app is safe, it's secure, it's easy to use. No better place to bet the tournament than FanDuel Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older in present Tennessee. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable. Bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max bonus bet, five bucks unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com backslash sportsbook. Gambling problem. Call Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789. Other things. If you're Houston, you got to be a little worried at this point, don't you think? Given uh, given that Mar- you, you struggled, Marcus Sasser came out, and now you're going to have to play Auburn basically at home, which cannot please Calvin Samson. Yeah, obviously with Sasser not being able to go in the second half, it's a groin. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he, he tried to give it a it's go, a and groin. that that has to make you feel bad. The one thing, though, that did surprise me a little if, if bit. If you get by, if they get by, because I have Houston going deep. In, in the end, all we care about now is our damn brackets, right? And well, sadly, some of us care about our, our betting slips. You care about your real money, but I care about my bracket, sure. and I – Typically, I don't do a 
I, I, I don't think my strength is predicting what's going to happen. It's just not my strength. And so, uh, because I'm an, I, I have so many weird things I think about, pessimisms and like whatever, like I, they get in the way of predicting. So mm-hmm. I, but I do have over at the Daily Memphian a public bracket because they asked us to do one. So I have a public bracket up at the Daily Memphian, and so I'm rooting for the teams that I have going far. And I have Houston in the final four. And honestly, if they can somehow get by Auburn, can a groin heal? I mean, just I don't to, think so. I just, just think kind they're of, doomed. Like, you know, I mean, think about how long it took Alo. And again, it's to a certain degree, That's it's the the, it's the severity of it. But I mean. You know, I I pulled mine. It's like, I don't know, I felt like it was like two or three weeks. Now, granted, I'm not as physically gifted as Marcus Sasser is, but I don't know. I felt like he tried to give it a go, and he re-aggravated right. it, that's and usually fair. that doesn't that's, lead that's itself to a good sign. Yeah. <sighs> I will say that I was a little surprised. I thought Auburn and Birmingham, they clearly had an advantage, but they have nowhere near – the amount of fans there that Alabama has. Yeah, I, that, that's clearly true. You can see them because they got their shirts off. Right. So they're easier to spot. But, um, yeah, do you feel worse in the Virginia Furman game? Yeah. Do you feel – who do you – like, are you happier for the kid who made the shot? Or are you I, – I, I just – to have comp- – to have committed a blunder like that, I, I just don't think you ever live that down. I just feel sick for him. I feel bad, but it was truly, Jeff. Like, it's one thing to have a Eight physical... Eight seconds mis- left, and you can call timeout, and Correct. you just throw the ball in the air? What in God's name? It would be different to me, like, if he made, like... It, it's the fact that, like, he just launched it over his head. <laughs> Like, it's one of the dumbest plays I've ever seen. Like, and I'm not even trying to pile on. Like, it really was one of the dumbest passes I've ever seen. And again, if you don't have a timeout, I get it. But you did. Like, and honestly, like, why isn't Bennett running down to call timeout? Right. You saw the trap coming and you knew he was going to panic. I mean, I just. In fairness to him, Virginia did a lot other things to lose the game. That's always true. Yeah, but, <laughs> that but is I mean, always true. But I mean, literally, if he doesn't, if he just calls timeout, they do still that, probably it's win. The one thing, it's the one thing where if you just do the right thing in that moment. Yes, all the other things matter, but had you not done what you did right there, you would have won the game. To me, it's like when, say, when Clint Sterner, you yeah, know, when Clint Sterner went back against Tennessee and fumbles. Like it's that type of blunder. Like, are there other things that cost them? Yes, but like that play completely flipped the game. Hey, they'll always have the national championship, yes. man. They'll always have the national championship. That's true. At, w- at what point does that stop giving you a, a get out of jail free card? Like, I mean, don't you think it's getting pretty close? <sighs> I, I was talking to, uh, I was texting with Bob Levy, who's a big Virginia fan over at O'Call, and. Uh, he basically is like, no, no, no. The, the warmth from that national championship, and I, I put it, I put my stuff in this situation. If my beloved Buffalo Bills won a championship, courtesy of, you know, whatever, a particular player who's part of it, and then that particular player or the coach, three years later, if a coach, let's say it's it, it, Tom McDermott, he delivers me a Super Bowl, and then. How many years later are we off now? Three years later, he's still doing stupid things. There's been a bunch of failures and early exits. I will always love him for giving me the Super Bowl. Now, might I at some point think it's time for him to move on? Yeah, I suppose that's true, too. But I I would always. It's like Tom Coughlin. You know, eventually, you know, the the Giants had to move on. And I'm not saying like. But you still, don't you still feel warmly towards him giving you the Super Bowl? I think for me, though, the deal with Tony Bennett is. I think he just needs to take a play out of Saban's playbook. Like, you can you can be upset with the way that the game has gone and the way that the changes are and that you don't, you don't personally agree with how the game's being played. You have to make an adjustment. Like, you got to go and you have to, you have to start playing basketball the way everybody else is playing basketball. What's interesting, though, is it's literally who he is, you know, 
because it's who his father is. It's like it's it's. Uh. I, service I, master I, by I cornerstone. If, when if, does that? You know, yeah. Virginia needs to call service master by no cornerstone. question. When disaster strikes. Uh, that is who to call. 624-9200. is the phone number. If you put it in your, if you block it in your phone right now, you'll have it. So if a tree falls on your house, if a pipe explodes, we've got water everywhere. If you've got smoke, fire damage, whatever it is, you'll know who to call to get you right. Be right there. You'll have Clockins told me to call Service Master by Cornerstone. 901-624-9200. Largest franchise in a 600-mile radius. Um, locally owned, locally operated. They got a 24-hour phone line. They work with every insurance company, basically everything you need in that moment of crisis. It is Service Master by Cornerstone on the web, smcornerstone.com, 901-624-9200. We're going to take a break. Back in a minute. Chris Harrington, straight up at 10 o'clock. It is Jeff Calkins Show, 92.9 FM. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Penny had this fear of failure, and that's what, that's what helped him become such a marvelous, fantastic player. All the news and views live on 92.9. <laughs> We're talking with Justin Wynn, the GM of Red River Ford Toyota in Wynn. Good morning, Justin. Hey, Dennis. It's good to be here. I'm glad to be on Memphis Radio. I tell you, we've got a lot of good things going on. For the last couple years, you've seen dealers battle the shortage of new car inventory. You've seen prices on new cars going up. Well, those days are coming to end. We've been able to build a supply of new car inventory sitting here on the lot. So you're actually able to come by, look at vehicles, drive vehicles, push the button, smell that new car smell. I've got plenty of new Toyotas sitting here in stock. I've got new Ford sitting here in stock. I have access to over 700 quality pre-owned vehicles. So if you don't see something that's going to fit your needs and wants, please let us know. More than likely, we have that at one of our other locations. I'll deliver it straight to your driveway, just like I will with any vehicle purchase. There's no need to cross the river and come over, but you do need to give us a call. 870-238-7770. And of course, we're always open at RedRiverFordToyota.com. Howie, I know Robert Irwin Jewelers sells a lot of engagement rings, but what if you've been married for a while and now you can afford something bigger and brighter? We upgraded for you. And if you bought your diamond at Robert Irwin Jewelers, you get exactly what you paid for it towards the purchase of a new diamond. Yeah, but I'm attached to my original diamond. Well, at Robert Irwin Jewelers, it's simple. I'm going to take your original engagement diamond and for free, I'm going to put it in a pendant that you're going to get to wear around your neck forever. Awesome. That was what was holding me back from upgrading. No reason to hold back now. Come to Robert Irwin Jewelers, five locations or online at RIG. Jewelers.com. We're at the Mid-South Popularity Pageant where Joe Clark is in the interview round. He needs to crush this after a tragic talent category showing. Joe, what could you do for your friends to express your love for them? Take them to Southland every Saturday in March for a chance to win a piece of $180,000 in cash and prizes? Congratulations! Be Mr. Popularity too! Bring five friends to Southland Casino Hotel where all of you could win big every Saturday in March. Must be 21 plus, play responsibly for help quitting. Call 800-522-4700. Cool fall evenings have finally arrived. Is your furnace ready? With a simple phone call to Landmark Heating and Air, you can ensure your home comfort system is operating at peak efficiency. Our central heating system tune-up ensures your furnace is operating safely and efficiently and reduces the likelihood of a breakdown so you can enjoy worry-free comfort all season long. And for every tune-up scheduled in October, we'll donate $10 to the Mid-South Food Bank. Schedule your tune-up today at 365-4260 or visit us at LandmarkHeatingAndAir.com. Hey, everybody, this is Andrew Filipponi here bringing you the parlay of the day brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Time to make some more picks for the NCAA tournament. Games that take place Friday afternoon. I like NC State to not only cover, but beat Creighton outright. If you believe guards win in March, the Wolfpack is your kind of team. They make threes and they want to play fast. Lay the points with Purdue. Fairly Dickinson players said after the plane that they watched Purdue and believe they can beat them. Good luck. FU didn't even win its conference tournament. My lock of the day is Arizona State plus five and a half versus TCU. A team that plays in Dayton always wins at least one game in the bracket. And TCU's best big man entered the transfer portal last 
week. That's it for the parlay of the day. Brought to you by FanDuel. Download the FanDuel app today and make every moment more with America's number one sports book. 21 plus at President Tennessee. Bonus issued is normal drawable free bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max free bet $100. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call TN Redline. 1-800-889-9789. Now could be a good time to learn another way to make a living. Learn a skill at More Tech. Their grads, auto techs, welders, machinists, air conditioning techs, plumbers, and electricians are earning more. 97% of More Tech graduates get jobs. Worried about costs and tuition? Through Pell Grants and Tennessee Promise, eligible students will finish their degree without debt. Earn a degree, have zero debt, and be immediately qualified for skilled technical jobs or a trade. Learn a trade to make a living wage. Go to moretech.edu to learn more. That's moretech.edu. Hey, Kathy, you know, I really love my personal price plan with State Farm, and so I'm going to go and admit it. I really love soft jazz, you know, that Kenny G stuff. Steve, you don't need to get that personal. The State Farm personal price plan helps us together create an affordable price just for you. Well, I want to tell everybody about State Farm's personal price plan. Call Kathy Thurman Edwards, the agent on Brookhaven Circle. 901-767-7744. I'm not as cute as Jake, but I'm better looking than a lizard. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Hi. Who's this? Buzz. He appears whenever you eat Honey Nut Cheerios. Like a genie? Sure. Ooh, does he grant wishes? I wish I lived in a giant boot. No, I wish I could swim with a humpback whale. No. Um, I can grant you a delicious bowl of Honey Nut Cheerios, which can help lower cholesterol as part of a heart-healthy diet. Ooh, with heart shapes, too. Happy heart-shaped Cheerios are back for a limited time. Pick up a box of Honey Nut Cheerios at your local store for an easy, delicious, and heart-healthy start to your day. Did you know Nissan EVs have traveled 8 billion miles? Just a quick trip to Pluto and back. And what did we learn along the way? Well, that an EV can take on the world, like the Nissan LEAF. It can move racing forward and take your breath away, like the all-new Nissan Aria. We learned to make EVs that electrify. 8 billion miles driven by LEAF owners globally since 2010. 2023 Aria has limited availability. All-wheel drive expected availability early 2023, subject to change. Mom? Dad? Sis? Here we go again. Why are you in a suit? Picture, if you will, a world with the best network imaginable. I'm talking about the Xfinity 10G network. Go on. Mom, remember how your reality shows wouldn't load with all of us online? Now you can binge. And Susie, we'll have fast internet in the basement. Nice. If you have any questions, here's my card. This is just your name on a gum wrapper. Introducing the 10G network only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Now through March 21st, new customers can get 200 megabit Xfinity internet during our limited time Xfinity 10G network launch celebration for just $25 a month for two years. Plus, there's no annual contract required and you get Wi-Fi equipment included. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Requires paperless filling and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply to internet service and devices. Actual speeds vary. Ignite your desire at Sissy's Log Cabin with our exclusive facets of fire diamond. Created through the first diamond cutting advancement in over a century, a facets of fire diamond features more brilliance than any other. With its burst of fiery color, this diamond is passion personified. Shop facets of fire at sissyslogcabin.com or in store and experience the evolution in diamonds only at Sissy's Log Cabin because life's too short for ordinary jewelry. Lob into the lane for Davis, intercepted by Jackson. Here come the Grizz. Jones ahead for Conchar. Conchar into the paint, running quarter, no good. Oh, Jared Jackson just posterized Anthony Davis with a follow left-hand jam. Tonight, the Memphis Grizzlies take on the San Antonio Spurs. We'll have the pregame at 6.30 with the Grizzlies Radio Network after the Gabe Coon Show. Tip at 7 o'clock with Eric Hasseltine live on 92.9. 92.9 FM ESPN is Memphis's Grizzlies station. 
Jeff's guests appear on the Service Master by Cornerstone phone lines. The experts when it comes to disaster cleanup. Service Master by Cornerstone. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, presented by Genesis Memphis Covington Pike on 92.9 FM ESPN. Well, it's Friday. I'll remind you, this would be a good weekend to get down Bounty on Broad for brunch. Go this Sunday. Listen, I keep talking about things like the pork belly Benedict and the fried oyster omelet and the rubbed steak and eggs. But if you want to get the seasonal fruit bowl, it comes with local honey. I mean, that sounds fantastic. If you, if, if you would prefer that to the pork belly Benedict, eh, maybe the person you're with will get the season, seasonal fruit bowl with the local honey or the warm hummus with the feta, the yucca chips, and the pervert, preserved lemon. Uh, I myself, I'm going to get the fried oyster omelet and probably the pork belly Benedict. Uh, but you do you. They got the Bounty Bloody Mary. Everyone can agree on that. Absolutely delicious. It's a beautiful restaurant. Honestly, it's got a, it's not beautiful in the, I must whisper, kind of way. It's, it's a gorgeous light restaurant, and it's got a, as Jennifer Biggs once said, a fun vibe. 410-8131 is the phone number. 410-8131-2519-BROAD. We've got Chris Harrington coming up next at the top of the hour. And then, and after that, just to sort of wrap up what has been a uh, uh, strange uh, and momentous week, um, we will take your calls. Uh, we do have other matters to talk about. First of all, Charles wants me to point out, Jeffrey, that okay. it is the tomorrow is the third anniversary of Fish on Friday on Tuesday. I, I guess maybe his first call, that would, or as a regular segment, that would make sense because we only, let's be honest, we were only desperate enough to bring on someone who doesn't know anything about sports on the sports talk show because, if you dimly recall, there was a pandemic and there were no sports. Mm. <laughs> What the hell did we do? Uh, we what watched the, the hell la- did we do? We watched the last dance. Um, apparently, we bought and sold houses. Um, there was wait, what was the the sports stuff? There was some NASCAR thing, right? Oh yeah, NASCAR. there was the NASCAR virtual. Remember, like we NASCAR would watch like virtual. Thing. We would turn on like FS1 to watch guys play video games. Basically, there was no tournament. There was no master. And then we postponed and postponed and postponed, and then we finally got the NBA bubble. I believe they showed, I think they had, on Saturday and Sunday of Masters Week, like they had Phil on to go through one of his wins, and then they had Tiger on to go through one of his wins. That was back before Phil turned himself into a pariah. Correct. That was before he needed some of that sweet Saudi cash. We have not paid much attention to this. And it's not what I want to talk about on this particular Friday. Mm-hmm. But the impression I get, and there's a live golf tournament this weekend, right? The impression I get is it has quickly gone from a threat to the PGA Tour and the, everything, and, and the world as we know it to a joke, a punchline, and something that people are assuming at some point the, the players are going to want a way back. Is that, is that your sense? I mean, TV ratings have just been atrocious. Um, and, or, I don't know, that when I read about it now, it's like it is already transitioned to punchline. Yeah, so I think there's some people that think, like, I guess the way that I would phrase it is, as long as the Saudi, as long as the Saudis want to keep funding it, it's going to keep going on. Because people have contracts yeah. and whatnot. It does feel like, though, that even they're getting bored with it. Uh, There was going to be – the Women's World Cup was going to be sponsored by a Saudi enterprise, and the women objected to this, given that they don't let let women do anything in Saudi Arabia. It seemed inappropriate. And sure enough, that has – that has uh, that has been reversed. Uh, also, some fabulous news, and I regret that because I was in Columbus, I was not there. But I'm told that at the Elma Field Fieldhouse, at Elma Field Fieldhouse last night, it was a great scene as Memphis defeated Jackson State for an NIT win. Um, Phil Stukenborg, who used to work uh, with me at the Commercial Appeal, now he freelances. He went and covered it for the Daily Memphian. I tweeted his story out. And 
the way he describes it, he said it was just like it, I, it, 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 the game was sold out, which is fantastic. Yes. It was packed. And, and then the bands were like both bands were there and they were able to play simultaneously. So they were kind of playing at each other. And it was this wonderfully raucous scene. And, uh, and the women with Katrina Merriweather obviously has done a spectacular job over there. Um, not just in, in, yes, in making the team better. That's the prerequisite, right? But there has never been any reason that women's basketball should not be a fun sport, right? It, 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 it when Joy Lee McNellis was here, um, when I first got here, it was, women's basketball was fun. It wasn't as big time as the men, and it wasn't like as the crowds weren't as big and the stakes weren't as high and whatever else, but there was an intimacy to it and a family feeling and a connectedness to the program. And there were lots of people who really uh, embraced that program. And, and at a smaller, more intimate place, it's a blast. And I literally, um, my, my old friend, Fred blows who helps me find cars from time to time. He texted me earlier this year and said, man, I've started to go into these games. They're a blast. And so that was, that was fun to see. Um, last night, the other thing, the last thing I wanted to talk about with with the the, the men Tigers before we move on to the NFL and other matters, because uh, that continues apace, is when I did the research on Kendrick Davis and where he ranks. Yeah, um, it's kind of it is kind of remarkable. Like you name a Memphis Tiger great guard or great player whether it's Keith Lee or whether it's Elliot Perry or whether it's Derek Rose or Tyreek Evans or Chris Douglas Roberts or uh, Will Barton or Jeremiah Martin or Dewan, but he is scoring, he's averaging 22.1 points a game. He has a higher scoring average than any of them, than any of them ever in their best season. So example, he's at 22, he's at 20, he's at, um, 22.1. Elliot Perry in his best season, 20.8. Keith Lee in his best season, 19.7. Now, mind you, he was getting a million rebounds, too. CDR in his best season, 18.1. Jeremiah Martin in his best season, 19.7. Derek Rose. Derek Rose, we remember him because of the NCAA tournament, particularly. Overall, that season, he averaged 14.9 points. Tyreek Evans, 17.1. And there he is at 22.1, Kendrick Davis. He is killing it. He does not have as many total points as DeJuan Wagner yet. Uh, he needs 35 points this weekend to, uh, to break the all-time, just in terms of sheer number of points. Will he do it? I'm going to say yes, because I think he's going to at least get two shots at it. You would think – obviously, he needs two shots. He's unlikely to get 35 points tonight, right? That well, if he, gets, if he gets 35 tonight, I feel good about them winning. Yes, but he could very well get uh, 22 tonight. And then, yes, he, if, if he plays in two games, he's going to get 35 points. You know, unless he goes out with a – one would think. Unless he gets out, goes out with a, uh, with, a, with a sprained ankle. The only players who have better scoring averages, so far as I could tell, um, than, than Kendrick Davis. Uh, Penny, in one of his two seasons, uh, he averaged 22.8. So it's close. Now, mind you, Penny was also getting a million assists and a million rebounds, but it was close, but Penny. And then Larry Finch did it twice. Larry Finch averaged 23.9 points a game in 71-72 and 24 points a game in 72-73. It did strike me that in terms of quote-unquote legacy, and I'm glad that Kendrick cares about it. You know, it's, it's, it's fashionable to say, I don't care about legacy. I, you know, whatever. I'm glad he cares about it. The players who he really has something in common with are Larry Keenan and Derek Rose. Cause they were both, you know, one year guys. Yeah. And, and you tell me, are they considered, I think they are considered all time greats in a different category. I just right? think because I mean, they, they both yeah. got to Final Fours, correct? That's the thing. They both. Got, they not only did they both get to Final Fours, they both got the championship. Games. Right. 
They both got the championship games. They're considered, like Larry Keenan, let's be honest, better basketball player in the, you know, better athlete, you know, better, certainly better pro career than Larry Finch. Yes. Right. Like he was a fabulous basketball player and Derrick Rose, same thing. Like Derrick Rose, better pro than CDR, right? Like he, they, they both had incredible physical abilities. They were both here for a limited time, but in the end, I do think they are both considered all-time greats, not in the same way that that Larry and Keith and Penny are, because they only spent one year here. But what they did each do is they each got you to a championship game, and they were each critical to getting you to a championship game. They were each kind of the missing piece to getting you to a championship game. And so to me, that's the more appropriate comparison. But I asked Penny, I said, so in order for KD to be remembered as an all-carbon great, does he have to have a deep tournament run? And Penny, you could just see him. You could just see him as he was sort of torn by this because he said, well, I'm kind of in between on this because it's almost unfair. Like he said, he has already done so many great things during the regular season and the, the winning the conference tournament that to say he has to, you know, that's just unfair. It is unfair, as a, particularly as an eighth seed, right? It's one thing if you were a one or a two seed, but if you're an eighth seed, it's an unfair thing to say, oh, yes, in order to be considered an all-time great, you got to do what Larry Keenan and Derek Rose did. I don't know what Memphis was seeded the Larry Keenan year, but with D Rose, they were certainly a one or a two. They're they were one, one, right? They were one because that was the only. That's the. I think that might were have been the one, first time the that one all overall? four. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, it's the first time all four number one. Yeah, it's the first time all four ones one. got to it. So it's totally unfair to say that uh, to, to to ask that of Kendrick, and maybe maybe in the end we should just say, you know what? Isn't it like I'll, I'll say this about Kendrick Davis? he will be connected to Memphis and he will be back in Memphis and he will be much more than Derrick Rose is going forward. Obviously there was some fallout with Derrick Rose that I think soured all of that. But I do think that um, like Kendrick is, and and that matters to people a little bit, like Kendrick will be, is a considered a tiger forever, right? Yes. I think that's any, any chance. Like John has not given up on the possibility that he might, catch on at an NBA team. He's just so tiny. What, who, do, you know, I, I hate to be the Chris Wallace guy, but like, who does he guard? Well, what's the name of that point guard from White Station who played at Florida now? Is escaping my Chris Chiosa. Chris Chiosa. He's saying Chris Chiosa played the NBA. Wasn't Chris bigger? Not big. Not big. He might have been a little bigger. He's not big. He's not big. Uh, you know, and he's not—he's not particularly explosive. He's not like—it's one of the reasons why they—they, they, the, the Josh didn't, you know, yeah, no five eleven, yeah, yeah. He's not—he's a little guy. I mean, if you tell he's me he great, catches, not on. a great shooter, not a—he's better—he's a better pass. No, yeah, Katie's a great passer, but that's the problem. Who does he guard? He just like you just—who does he guard? He's not six feet tall. He's—I don't know that he's five ten. To me, like, okay, does he? And he's not a great shooter, and he's not a he's not a, a a surpassing athlete. Like, he's just not. He's not. He's great. He's an unbelievably great college basketball player. He's gutty, and he he also, by the way, like he took two or three charges in that Houston game. Like, it's not like he doesn't guard, but just physically in the NBA, you know, whatever you guard and shake Gilgis Alexander, right? You know, I just – I hope he makes it. That would be fantastic. Just fantastic as a guy who can play some minutes, you know, who hold it down for you. I, I don't even know that the way he scores works in the NBA. Here's what he does. He gets to the rim. Yeah, I mean, it's you a know? lot at the free throw line. He skitters to the rim and, and draws free throws. If, if you're an NBA player, don't you sit there and say, I, I think I'll just stand here and you and I won't follow you and I'll let you try to put your shot on. Well, and there's also – a lot different rim protection at the NBA level. So I don't see it. I would love it. Right. I'm clearly rooting for it, but again, if you're asking me to predict it, and like there's a there's another aspect of it, like, okay, does he get 
you know, Jeremiah's played games in the NBA. Does he get like 15 games? Okay, well, I mean, maybe there's a universe, especially when we consider. Uh, no, I want, I want, I, w- I am going to be, is he going to play 100 games in the NBA? And I would vote no on that. Or I would predict no. You would predict no. You would vote yes. We would all vote sure. yes. All right, we still haven't gotten to the NFL. Your, uh, your, your Giants added a receiver. You know what? One of the things I wanted to talk about, and maybe we'll get to this in the last segment. You know what team I feel, what, who I feel bad for right now? Mm, no. Not very, because it's against my, it's against my religion to feel bad for them. Yes. That's just depressing. The Titans are in the stage of the, the, the NFL. But you have missed your window. It was never that open to begin with, right? Yeah, it was. It, 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 it was had, never that open. To a begin lot of with. things you, had to go exactly perfectly. You, you have now missed your window. You're too old. 